Hey guys, Tim Martini with Exploring the Obscure. Welcome to our podcast episode. So recently we interviewed Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme has been running for president of the United States for about the last two decades now, and 2020 is no different. His campaign promises include a free pony to all Americans, mandatory toothbrushing laws, he's going to revamp our zombie apocalypse program, and this man wears a boot on his head. So since we can't travel, I'm stuck here in Canada, can't get into the U.S., we decided to do a Zoom meeting with him. We uh, interviewed him in 2016 at his house in Rockport, Massachusetts. This time we did it over Zoom, and it got interesting. Here it is. Uh, I do apologize in advance for some of the sound quality at some points. Um, he lives in the woods, so his Wi-Fi was not the best, and uh, we, we had to work with what we got. So check it out. It's a long interview. Hope you enjoy it. Make sure to follow the show on Facebook under Exploring the Obscure and YouTube also under Exploring the Obscure or follow me directly on Instagram and Twitter at Timmy Martini. You can also follow him uh, at Vermin Supreme on Twitter and uh, Vermin Supreme for President as well on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check it out. Hope you liked the interview. Catch you on the flip side. So Vermin, what have you been doing during quarantine? Well, I guess I have been quarantining, I suppose, ultimately, all in all, more or less. Um, I have indeed uh, taken the pandemic uh, seriously enough uh, that uh, I have uh, been staying away from large crowds, uh, for example. I mean, ultimately, uh, um we, I, I personally, my, my lifestyle, I live in the woods and uh, I don't really get out of the woods if I can help it. So, um, that sort of, uh, worked out, uh, really nicely. Um, so there is that. Um, and I guess, uh, have I been spending any more time on social media? Nah, I spent plenty of time on social media with or without a pandemic. Um, so I've been trying to I've been I've been uh, trying to cure the pandemic. Of course, I've I've been uh, consulting with my various scientists, and uh, we are uh, trying to find a, a cure, uh, a non-scientific cure, uh, an imaginary cure um, that may, that probably won't work. That's probably really dangerous. But uh, if we can get on the ground floor and um, get a taste and a part of the stocks, uh, it, you know. If, say, we come up with some sort of a ridiculous cure that really doesn't work, um, some sort of, a, I don't know, a, a hydrogen dioxide or something, and we can package that and um, we can sell it and uh, own a piece of it and uh, maybe it'll kill you, maybe it won't. Uh, yeah. What, pan what pandemic? What are you talking about? How do you feel about wearing masks? I, I love uh, Halloween. I love the opportunity to wear masks. I, I like Mardi Gras. I like uh, Carnival. Uh, it's always a good opportunity to wear a mask. I, I enjoy masks uh, in, in blindfolds during uh, kinky sex sessions, of course. And, um, uh, you know, I don't really have a, a real problem uh, wearing a mask, uh, even though I'm pretty confident that I, I'm not a super spreader in, in public. Uh, because I do maintain uh, all my precautions and, and the washing of the hands and, and the uh, socially distancing and, and uh, all of those things. Uh, but once again, I mean, you, you, you're playing the odds. I mean, how do you know you're not a super spreader, you know? 
I mean, yeah, I understand the masks do not prevent you from inhaling uh, particulate uh, uh, things that, that might be contaminated, but ultimately the wearing the mask is about uh, you not spreading your disease that you may have. People who are militantly anti-masker, well, I mean, don't wear a mask uh, in your own home. I mean, whatever. I mean, shower with your clothes on. Uh, fuck without a rubber. I don't care if you fucking, you know. Well, she didn't have a, well, well I, I, when, I, when I fucked her last week, she didn't have no STDs, so why should, I don't think she'll have one this week. I mean, you know, that, that's the, the sort of uh, thinking that goes on. It's like, how can I catch something from, my, you know, my friends or, or, you know, the people I live with? Well, I, it just, if they're out fucking around or fucking around without a mask or a condom, there's just no telling what, uh, what they might bring home. Uh, another question, and this one's from Kelly Ehrlich. Can we get a National Soft Pretzel Day? Well, Kelly, I'm very glad you asked that question. In my world, every day is National Soft Pretzel Day. Um, now, I'm I'm very sorry if uh, if uh, you know there is that issue with uh, with uh, soft pretzels, if you will, and sometimes. Um, you just can't get them hard, uh, no matter how hard you might try, uh, putting them in your mouth, uh, uh, putting mustard on them, li licking the salt off them and things like that. And they're still soft. Um, uh, but I believe that there are, um, there are some sort of, uh, erectile pretzel, uh, dysfunction, um, uh, uh, drugs, uh, available. Um, so so don't you worry if your partner cannot get their pretzel hard, um, you know, it, it's not you, you know, it, it's not him. It's, it's nobody's fault. It, it happens. And uh, it's just something that, you know, you need to, to work a little extra on that. That's all. But w once again, you know, it, it's, uh, it's nobody's fault. It's just a, just a natural uh, biological uh, thing that happens sometimes. Not everybody can have a hard pretzel all the time. Do you think you had votes stolen from you by Russia in the 2016 election? And do you think that kept you from winning? Well, once again, of course, uh, I've always made Prince Supreme is indeed a vote completely thrown away. Uh, in the past, uh, in 2016 in particular, that had always been particularly true. Many people write me in as a write-in, as a write-in protest, or as a write-in uh, um belief that I'm the best candidate and um, many times in many states uh, these votes are completely and literally thrown away uh, there's some states that if you don't register as a writing candidate they'll throw your vote away uh, there are many municipalities where the uh, vote counters have have a lot of leeway in deciding um, what is a, a real vote what's what's not a real vote what's a spoiled ballot um, so in many instances uh, across America, in 2016 in particular, many, many people very well may have voted for me, maybe even enough to, uh, uh, to allow me to win. I doubt it, unlikely. But um, the fact of the matter is that, um, that the votes weren't counted. So it, it's theoretically possible. Now, uh, were the Russians involved? I suspect not. However, this year, of course, uh, as I was seeking... Uh, the Libertarian Party nomination, I was on the uh, ballot in several states uh, in their primaries. Now, this year uh, was a shame because this year a vote for Vermin Supreme was not necessarily a vote thrown away because those votes that people voted for me in the primary 
counted, but on the other hand, it was a straw poll because there's no uh, delegates. The delegates are not committed by that, that primary vote. Um, so in that sense, it, it, is a, it was a symbolic vote, um, although not totally thrown away. Speaking of everybody dying, and, and this literally just came in as you were talking about Herman Cain. So 2020 has been a fuck show of a year so far. Do you think this is the year of the zombie apocalypse just to go with the flow? Now, before you answer that, while you were talking, NASA just put out a warning that an asteroid may hit the U.S. the day before the election. So welcome to 2020. And that asteroid is the asteroid that contains the zombie virus. Mark my words. I have inside information. So that's what I'm saying. Um, it's going to take us, uh, you know, if, if what now, unfortunately, this I, I, I hear and I understand that uh, this particular meteor uh, asteroid hitting the earth uh, could uh, impact and perhaps even wipe out the dinosaurs. And so I am very concerned about that. We don't want We don't want to lose those dinosaurs. Like, no, they're they're. They're a very, very, very important part of the ecosystem. Like, how would they make any more Jurassic Park movies if all the dinosaurs become extinct? That's just a, that's a crazy idea. Exactly. Um, I mean, if you can't go to the zoo and, and show your uh, family endangered uh, animals and dinosaurs and giant reptiles, I mean, why, why, why do we even exist on this planet? Uh, so, so other, than to, uh, other than to enslave ponies eventually. Somebody else would like to know, uh, do you have a TikTok? Well, that's a, a very good question, and I do have a TikTok. Um, it was, during the campaign this last year, um, it, it came to our attention that um, I was going viral on TikTok. And the uh, supreme hashtag was up to like 2 million hits at that point. So I mean, up, uh, I, it's at. Oh, no, yeah, at the real Vermin Supreme, because obviously I got such a late start that I, I didn't get my name uh, without adding all those other words to it. So at the real Vermin Supreme, um, I have hints on there uh, how to avoid COVID by not picking your friend's nose. Um, I believe there's a video on there how to uh, make your own toilet paper, uh, because, of course, the, the big toilet paper crisis in America um, out of old newspapers and, and out of paper bags and, and how to uh, crumple them up and uncrumple them and crumple them up and uncrumple them to, to make it sort of uh, soft and usable and absorbent, as is very important. And um, at this point in time, last I checked, I think there's, well, it might be more now, I, 14 million uh, hits on the Vermin Supreme and Vermin Supreme wow. for President hashtag. So, and that is with me pretty much forgetting that I'm supposed to make content for it. I, I almost never make content for it. And, and now, um, President uh, What's-His-Face there is trying to, like, ban it, apparently, because he heard that I was so popular and he's so freaking jelly of me um, that he's trying to ban the whole platform because, uh, you know, he knows that I, I'm very likely going to be the next TikTok president. Um so, uh, yeah, there, there are all those things. And, uh, you know, hey, wh whatever, it's, it's, it's TikTok. I, I signed up for it, and if they uh, happen to record my clipboard every few seconds and, and send it off to uh, China, I mean, that's what the Internet is. Um, would you have sex with Stormy Daniels for $130? Not 130000 just $130. 
Um, sure, why not? I mean, I, I'd have to get a hall pass from the wife, of course, but other, and I don't think that would happen. Uh, but it, interesting fun fact. Here, here's an actual real-life fun fact. Uh, this election year, early on, um, I, I reached out to Stormy Daniels uh, through her people, and I asked her if she was interested in being my vice presidential candidate this year. Um, that is uh, under the libertarian ticket because I thought this would be an incredible year. In fact, I started trying to push her uh, to be a presidential nominee uh, for the Libertarian Party because she would have been an amazing opponent for for uh, for the current president because of, of their previous relations. Um, and uh, she can't. They her people did come back to me. Uh, she did decline, uh, but uh, with the stated excuse that she didn't want to be anybody's second banana. Uh, which was fair. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, all of her positions are, are, are uh, I think she leans more progressive than, um, uh, than libertarian. Uh, but, but that's okay because, you know, uh, the, the libertarian party uh, is very pro sex work. We support uh, sex workers. Um, sex work is work. And uh, we, we're definitely all about the legalization of all uh, consensual transactions between consenting adults. Uh, should we ban the name Karen from being to, uh, being given to newborns to help curb racism? Well, I, I believe the market will take care of that. And if I'm not mistaken, I saw uh, a study or a, an article the other day that uh, very well claimed that uh, uh, all the newborns that had been born uh, since the Karen became a derogatory phrase, um, their parents are not using it. You know, parents know what they know what's up and they are not uh, naming their children Karen. So, uh, you know, names fall out of favor for for many different reasons uh, over the years. I mean, you can see the rise and fall. I mean, a lot has to do with the uh, popular television shows or popular soap operas or, um, you know, different uh, cultural things that are going on. I mean, I, I hear a lot of people are naming their kids vermin these days. Not really. The slang that so I, I wouldn't worry about the Karen thing um, is, a, is a, a little obnoxious, but uh, that's just human nature. That's the way people are raised. Um, sadly, sadly, they are raised in a way that encourages them or allows them to believe that they are in a position to call forth the potentially lethal powers of the state um, on marginalized peoples. So that part is, is, is terrible. You know, the, the calling for the manager thing, you know, that that's mildly entertaining. But when you start to get um, uh, the, the police involved and, and, and knowing full well how things can spiral out of hand and that uh, if, it, if the situation is read the wrong way, uh, that somebody could get killed or imprisoned, um, then, the, yeah, that, that behavior is bullshit. And uh, Karens should be called on that uh, just to uh, hopefully correct their uh, behavior through, uh, through sh public shaming. I, I think that's a, a legitimate uh, form of uh, corrective, correcting behavior. Would you, uh, this, this comes from Eric Gibson, uh, will you build a wall between the U.S. and Canada? Ah, well, that sort of uh, drops, uh, that, I don't know if that's to well, keep me, I, I know the, yeah, 
Well, currently, it seems as if though there are there is no uh, international travel between those uh, borders. Um, as a presidential uh, candidate, indeed, I did have a, a platform, and it was uh, specifically related to COVID. It was COVID-related, but I, I believe it is directly uh, related to your question. Uh, in addition, uh, as your president, I w- will uh, make COVID against the law, number one. Number two, I will create COVID-free zones. Because uh, it has worked so well with guns and drugs to keep those things out, um, we'll have COVID-free zones. Now, naturally, I am the time travel candidate, so I have promised to go back in time and uh, and kill baby COVID. So that's definitely on the list. And here's where it relates to your question. I will build a microscopic, antimicrobial, antiviral wall around America to keep out viruses and germs. And then I'm going to follow it up with a moat and I'm going to dig a moat and then I'm going to fill that moat with hand sanitizer uh, to keep uh, uh, any sort of uh, viruses or or Canadian flus that we just don't know yet that you guys haven't created uh, yet to to send down to to, uh, punish us for our success and for being so much better than you. So, I know Canada's jelly. Would you, on that note, would you ever consider running for prime minister of Canada? Um, absolutely. Uh, l- let's just say I am. Let's just say I am. Vermin Supreme for prime minister of Canada. Let's do it. Let's do this, people. I'm ready. If you're ready, I'm ready. Obviously, there, as, as that uh, random question uh, points out, that um. There is a groundswell of support, and uh, I believe that it is inevitable. It is unstoppable, um, mildly unstoppable at least, and that uh, together uh, we can something, something, bring Canada, blah, 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 Canada, ponies, something, Maple Leafs. Go Maple Leafs. I have a lot of friends that would be very happy for you to run for Prime Minister of Canada. I am definitely uh, – I'm glad that you're a caller uh, – Put that out there because uh, if, if you all can uh, remind me uh, and, and get together that uh, Astro turf or grassroots uh, uh, groundswell of support, um, why the hell not? Um, yeah. Wh- why not, A? See, that I'm pandering. I know. I, uh, do you know how to spell Thailand? Um, just like Thailand, uh, but uh, differently. Uh, and this also came out this past week that President Trump was apparently attempting to trade Puerto Rico for Greenland. Do you think that would have been a good good exchange? Well, no. Greenland's too cold. Okay. Too cold. And, and, and I'll tell you another thing about Greenland. There are, is simply not enough Puerto Ricans there. No. Now, on on the other hand, I would not have a, an issue with perhaps offering the uh, uh, Puerto Rican people uh, the opportunity to, to invade and take over Greenland. Uh, I believe that's, uh, that would be very exciting. It would be right up there with the Falklands War, but, but better. So Sarah Handegar would like to know, it's a, it's a two-parter. Do you think mail-in ballots will help improve your chance this year? And how many ballots do you currently have stockpiled? At your house. 
All of them. Okay. Um, now, I did see where you posted that you were coming up with a new, mil- a new military, the, the male force. Uh, yes, I, I felt that was probably the, the uh, bestest way to guarantee funding for the uh, Postal Service. Um, and uh, yes, uh, another branch of the military, mail force. Uh, and they will deliver your mail overnight, even if it uh, demands uh, destroying your house or, or the entire village in order to the, the, the fighting men and the male fighters, essentially. Because, you know, we're talking a lot about uh, gender uh, neutral uh, pro, uh, terms these days. And of, of course, you, you have. Uh, firefighter and, and perhaps police would be crime fighter and uh, yes uh, a fisherman would be a fish fighter and uh, and uh, mailmen would be male fighters um, so yeah I, I think so I, I think there's a space uh, and of course the funding won't be a problem because it'll, it'll be under the Department of Defense and uh, and it will have all sorts of uh, leftover military equipment uh, so they'll have like the latest in uh, weaponry against dogs that bark at them. Uh, they'll be able to kill dogs with impunity, just like uh, the regular police uh, force. Um, yeah. Um, how has the Tooth Fairy been doing? Uh, could it be better? Obviously, with the pandemic, a lot of people haven't been uh, getting to the dentist. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, sometimes toothbrushing just isn't, isn't cutting it, and the flossing isn't cutting it. And, of course, the secret dental police have re- been redeployed as uh, the secret mask, uh, you better wear that mask, police. Um, and so there, there has been a, a downtick in dental health in this country. I'm sorry. And I, I'm hoping to change that uh, when I am in office and we can enforce uh, of the, those things. Uh, but, of course, the DNA gene splicing to create a race of tooth fairies, uh, that research is, is going right along. Um, the, the tooth fairy, I mean, it has been pointed, you know, who will pay for the teeth? You know, it, it, the, the tooth fairy, it, it, such phil, philanthropy, philanthropy is unsustainable. Um, I mean, where does the tooth fairy get all this money? There's something going on there that we just don't fully understand. And so I, I, I'm thinking of calling a, a moratorium uh, on the, such activity until we can really get, get right down to it and find out what's, what's going on. In the meantime, I think I'll just wave my hands around in front of the camera because it looks really cool, and it's like I'm, I'm emphasizing. But yeah, join me. Join, join me. Hey, come on, Timmy. Let's – fingers. Get those fingers in front of the – woo! Oh, yeah. Now, now, once again, this is a pro tip in this day and age. Like a lot of people are, are doing a lot of Zoom meetings, and, uh, and it's like a, a lot of people just really want to know how to pep up their Zoom presentation. And I would recommend that – um, this type of activity, I have found that when I'm conducting a, a business meeting and, uh, you know, you, you sort of break, it keeps it interesting. That's all I'm saying. Luis Garcia would like to know boxers or tidy whities or apparently nothing. Never mind. I don't even know why I asked this. Jesus. So, wait, that's not my butt. Hold on. Sorry. Wait, where's, I can't see it. Can you see my bot? Yeah, there you go. Am I wet? Am I twerking? Hold on, let me twerk for it. I don't... Yeah, you have leaves coming out of your ass. (laughs) Oh, jeez, that's disgusting. Thanks for letting me know there. Uh, You know, I must have been on my seat there. Anyway, yeah, it wasn't shit. Thanks, Lewis, for that. Um, 
Amy Sherrod would like to know, she's still waiting for her damn pony. Yes, about that. Have you looked in this cellar? It could, it could be in your cellar. Um, you might want to look behind the bushes. Um, you might want to look in your garage. It may have been delivered when you weren't at home, so you might want to take a peek for it. Um, you may want to ask your uh, mail force uh, carrier um, when uh, they come to uh, force uh, and deliver your mail very forcefully because of the mail force. Um, ask your uh, mail carrier delivery human uh, if um, they had delivered your pony. Or, or, and if they haven't delivered your pony, um, ask them if they know where your pony is. Um, it could have been delivered to your neighbors uh, accidentally. Uh, I don't know if, you, if, if your neighbors uh, suddenly had several ponies appear uh, out of nowhere. Um, those could very well be your ponies. Uh, so you might want to go check uh, the pony identification barcode lip tattoo and see if it uh, matches the paperwork that you've received. Um, other than, because we don't want the pony to end up in the dead pony office at the uh, mail force post office, because that is a, a, a scary, dark, and terribly smelly place. Okay, could you uh, could you beat Donald Trump in a game of golf, both at your course? Because many people don't know this. At least when I was there a few years ago, you you have a golf course at your compound. That is uh, true. That's a, that's a fact. I have an 18-hole uh, mini extreme mini putt-putt golf course uh, here in the woods. Um, as you know, you get to play through trees and over rocks. And I have no doubt in my mind uh, that I would severely uh, beat uh, Donald Trump with a nine iron, uh, probably around the head, around the shoulders, uh, certainly in his big fat gut, a uh, few in his back, uh, kidney, probably his legs. I definitely kneecap him um, with the nine iron. And once again, of course, the nine iron, it's, it's, it's you know, the balance isn't really totally there for, a, for as a bludgeon. You know, it wasn't designed uh, as a bludgeon to, to really beat someone with uh, in such a fashion. Uh, However, it, it will do the job, and, and uh, so yeah, I, I would uh, if I were the the caddy, or or you know, I, I guess I would take my caddy's recommendation. Um, you know, it, I would you know initially I, I say a nine iron would probably beat him pretty well and hard and, and bloody, and um, you know I, I wouldn't want to kill hurt him. I I, you know, I don't want to kill a guy. I mean, but yeah, I, I think uh, on behalf of the American people and. Uh, um, I believe it would be only right and fair. Um, yes, thank you. Um, I, I look forward to a, a visit from the Secret Service. Okay, only a few more questions. Uh, Karen Allen would like to know, do you wish to eradicate all zombies? And if some are left over, are they held to the same toothbrushing laws? Well, once again, I believe that you might be, uh, I would never imply that you were mildly misinformed on, uh, on the zombie uh, platform, plank of my platform. Um, but the uh, zombie plank of my platform is not so much about 
um, eradicating zombies. No, it's it's about being prepared uh, for the imminent uh, zombie invasion that will be brought with the giant comet uh, two days before Election Day. And uh, this involves harnessing, capturing uh, zo a zombie capture method, uh, much like, uh, and capturing the zombies, and then harnessing the zombies, and uh, putting them on a giant a turbines in order to create electricity. And so, therefore, uh, you know, I mean, many people, you know, play the, the zombie video games and whatever. That's a natural impulse because they're scary and all. But if you take that headshot, if you chop the zombie's head off or, or what have you and destroy its brains, um, it, it becomes unsuitable for zombie energy production. Um, with now because they have to turn. In fact, uh, let me see if I don't have a, an illustration here, and I, I believe that I, I do to, to illustrate this for you. Um, and of course, once again, of course, it's it's all here in my book. I don't know if you're familiar with my book, I Pony, I, uh, Blueprint for a New America. Um, it's a it's a it's available on the internet, I Pony uh, dot com, and it, it this book is. A uh, story about the future long after a vermin supreme presidency, when everybody has their pony, when zombie power fuels the nation, when uh, the secret dental police have set up checkpoints every couple hundred yards or so. It is a warning from the people of the future to you, the people of their past, your present that Vermin Supreme is a madman and must be stopped. Jason Blessing wants to know, how does one apply to the zombie response team? Ah, well, uh, I believe that is going to be a subdivision of uh, the Vermin Supreme Institute because the Vermin Supreme Institute seems to be uh, a place where we could do that sort of thing and because we are an institute and so therefore we have initiatives and I definitely believe uh, zombie response uh, is indeed uh, an initiative of the Vermin Supreme Institute. Now what's the Vermin Supreme Institute you may be asking yourself right about now. I, I, I can see it uh, on your face and uh, ultimately the Vermin Supreme Institute is it's an institute. Now what we did is we took my name, which is Vermin Supreme, my legal name, a, a na uh, two words which uh, join together like that. I, I have a service trademark on, so don't you be trying to use it. Um, and we added the word institute to the word Vermin Supreme. Now, Vermin Supreme, that's eh, okay, but add the word institute. Holy crap, it sounds so legitimate. And uh, it is legitimate, folks, because now we've magically made an institute. Um, and it is a spinoff of uh, my campaign uh, team this election year. Of course, I was seeking the uh, Libertarian nomination, uh, which entailed, uh, which was ultimately my first real campaign that I'd ever run in over 30 years of satirical, uh, farcical campaigning. But these 30 years of, of running the, the crazy pretend campaign gave me the notoriety and the audience reach uh, and the audience that allowed me to make a legitimate and actual offer of my services as a candidate to the Libertarian Party. And let me tell you, friends, that 
proved so successful in this idea of utilizing non-linear messaging and using absurdity and ridiculousness as a hook to catch people's attention in order to pivot uh, to more serious issues of the day. And uh, there was uh, surprisingly a very receptive audience for that in the Libertarian Party here in America. And um, so I was able to, I was recruited. I, I was uh, recruited, number one. My, my campaign uh, manager, Desiree Lindsay of Texas, reached out over a year before the event and asked me if I was interested in running a serious campaign. And it seemed like such a natural extension, such a natural outgrowth of what I was doing uh, that I said, why the hell not? And we put together a hell of a campaign team. We had over 100 volunteers. We had a core group of at least a dozen from the right and the left of the Libertarian uh, Party. Um, and an in interesting side note is the Libertarian Party is not a right-leaning monolith, as monolith, as many people uh, assume. It has its own internal left and right uh, spectrum going so far as to having a libertarian socialist caucus within the libertarian party itself. Um, and so, and of course the libertarian party platform, lp.org slash platform, you can read up on it. Uh, I believe the Venn diagram will more than likely have you agree with a good chunk of it and maybe disagree with some of it. But as a left uh, leaning uh, anarchist, uh, as an anarchist who came from the, the left side of the tracks, Kropotkin, uh, uh, cut my teeth on Kropotkin and all, um, I was able to ultimately uh, work with in with clean conscience uh, with the Libertarian Party because uh, the, my beliefs overlapped uh, with so many of theirs that it's feasible. Now, once again, we're talking priorities. Um, you know, you go to some of these debates and you have some of the other candidates going, "We're going to end Social Security day one. We're going to end Medicare day one. We're we're going to end you know uh, destroy the abolish the FDA and the CDC and the Department of Education day one." And uh, yes, and ultimately those are uh, consistent with the, the natural extension goals of an anarchist that wants to, uh, you know, dismantle the government or what have you. Uh, but uh, many libertarians uh, take this extreme position without actually offering a transitional um, approach. You know, the, you have to lead people to that place where... Um, that makes sense, where, where we are taking care of ourselves and our community through uh, voluntary associations and mutual aid, as opposed to just like pulling this rug out from, from everyone all at once. Um, so, it, you know, there's some de definitely disagreements and levels of, uh, of what have you uh, within the party itself. But ultimately, you know, I was, I was able to uh, work with the party and actually seek their nomination. And I attended many state conventions and I attended uh, numerous debates. And um, during these debates, I, you know, I had to take on a more serious uh, persona, if you will. I, I was like serious vermin where I would be answering the questions with a quip, but then I would pivot, uh, you know, back to the, the platform or the reality based uh, portion of it. And um, it was a crazy year. And, uh, and, and, and we ha and it, it, it was a culture shift. Uh, you know, it, we were, uh, I was really, because as an anarchist, a left anarchist, I was, I believed in mutual aid and believed mutual aid very strongly, uh, helping each other help ourselves. And I was always afraid to even broach it or mention it or bring it up to my libertarian uh, 
friends because I was afraid they would co-opt the term and, and run with it. And, 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 but here I am uh, years later, and that was a cornerstone of my campaign, promoting mutual aid, pr promoting uh, compassion, promoting love, uh, promoting building our communities, and, and all of these things that became a centerpiece of my campaign. Um, and so I want to pivot it back, of course, to the uh, original question, but I think I've all, I've grandpa'd out and, uh, and taken it in a, in a direction. And, uh, and so if I may, uh, for a moment, without uh, boring your listeners, I'm going to uh, see if I can't read the uh, two-sentence uh, uh, mission statement that we have. So here we are. This is the mission statement of the Vermin Supreme Incident Institute. Our purpose is to inspire social evolution through the disruption of authoritarianism to promote compassionate activism and to spread knowledge of redacted history through the use of humor, direct action, and mutual aid. We uplift the disaffected, disenfranchised and disempowered thank goodness i i use i sometimes i say disenfranch fried but uh, this time no so yeah our and what was the, what, what's the website again vermin supreme institute dot org in two minutes or less how would you rate donald trump's performance so far That's, you're just shaking, you're going to shake your head. Well, I'm going to, going to. Oh, there we go. So, Vermin, final thoughts. Final Shoot, go right ahead. People. No, what are your final thoughts? No, what are your final thoughts? What is your plea to the American are people? Are you sure? I, I no, it, it it sounded like a, you know one of those Jerry Springer final thoughts, and then you launch into the thing. That that that's not a part of your podcast. No, no. Um, what, my final thoughts are: um, thank you very much for having me on your show. It was a, a pleasure uh, seeing you again. Uh, we had such a great time when. Uh, when y'all came out to visit and um, so keep up the good work. And I hope that ultimately we will get through this pandemic and I am sure there will be a vaccine soon enough before the next pandemic. And uh, we'll all be able to, to return to some sort of a normal doing what we like to do. Cause I know we all uh, miss our friends and families and, and being able to do all the things that we, we normally do. Um, so once again, you know, I mean, Keep uh, keep sharing, keep loving, keep caring, keep checking on your neighbors. I mean, it's been months and months and months of this pandemic, but ultimately it has been uh, our communities and our friends and our families and each other uh, that is helping each other uh, survive through it. Uh, maybe much, maybe more so than, than the government. Uh, so, so, you know, keeping that in mind, we want to, uh, strengthen our families, strengthen our communities, and be able to ultimately uh, wean ourselves off of the state and off of, off of our need for government. And of course, uh, in these times, it's, it's, sometimes, it's a little hard to imagine because uh, uh, we have become so dependent on, on the government as a provider of solutions uh, for these problems. Uh, 
Um, so there's that part of it. it, it, it it's my, cl my closing statements. Friends, the road to Ponotopia will not be easy. Not all of us will make it. There will be sacrifices, human sacrifices. But friends, let me assure you this. The road to Ponotopia will be paved with the glitter-encrusted skulls of our vanquished foes. Stick with me, people. Ride with me, people. And we will ride our ponies into a zombie-powered future. Thank you. I'm Vermin Supreme. I approve this message. Have a very beautiful day. Well, if you weren't sure who to vote for before this podcast, hopefully that just answered it. That is Vermin Supreme. He is running for president. Uh, he's hoping to get the Republican nomination, which comes out tomorrow. Um, if they don't give it to Donald Trump, he is hoping for it. Otherwise, he will be running for a Senate seat in Massachusetts. Otherwise, be prepared. 2024, Vermin Supreme. I'm sure that website will be out very shortly. Uh, check it out. Check out his website, Vermin Supreme for President, VerminSupreme.com. Uh, check out my stuff, uh, ExploringTheObscure.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook under ExploringTheObscure. That's a total lie. Instagram and Twitter is at Timmy Martini. Facebook and YouTube is under ExploringTheObscure. Obviously, it's been a super long day. Check it out. Check out these videos on Facebook. You can find them all on there and uh subscribe to these podcasts they're gonna be coming out a lot more often now that uh we can meet with our friends and we can chit chat about all the places we've been all right guys take care catch you next time